Hi, everybody. It's Neil and Cheryl Josephson from Family Life Canada. We want to thank you for tuning in and even more for investing in your parenting journey. We built this workshop for you to provide real hope, practical help, and proven wisdom for you and your family. Now, just listen, learn, and then live it. My name is Andy, and I'm a parent living in a digital age. And as a parent of two preteens and two teenagers, you would know how much is going on as a parent. There is school, there is sports, there are music lessons, there are events at your church or your community, there is work, there are hobbies, there is constant birthday parties, and let's top it off with the distractions of our digital devices. How do we, as parents, parent in a digital age? How can we empower our children to make wise decisions with their digital practices? How much time is too much time on our screens? And how can we disciple our children with healthy digital habits? In my experience as a pastor and in my own home as a parent, and even in my doctoral research with George Fox University, our digital devices have shaped our minds and relationships with others, with our families, with Jesus, and even with ourselves. This session with Family Life Canada is how to practically parent our children living in a digital age and how to create healthy digital habits for our children. If we had an opportunity to have a coffee together, I would recommend three important realities for parents parenting in a digital age. The first one is to regulate our digital devices. The second is how to moderate those digital consumptions that our children watch every day. And third is how to redeem digital practices. So let's first talk about regulation of digital devices. Studies reveal the negative behaviors of increased digital consumption in our children. These negative behaviors include irritability, including fits of anger, impatience, and meltdowns, because children and adults alike cannot process the enormous amounts of information they are bombarded with online. And this leads to a slowness to obey or listen to commands because digital entertainment increases distractions and decreases retention in children and adults. And this causes addictive decision-making processes because, for example, software engineers have designed addictive behavior in digital spaces to be flashy as slot machines are in casinos. And children cannot cope with real-life situations. This is why regulating digital devices is so important as our governments and big tech companies don't. Even more so, studies reveal the excessive screen time is linked to mental health issues, lack of personal coping skills, and relational isolationism. In fact, according to child psychiatrist Dr. Dunkley, she rightly concludes higher levels of digital consumption leads to a term called ESS, known as electronic screen syndrome. In short, parents like you and me are the only regulating system for our children. So how do we take back our digital devices or distractions from children? How do we protect our children from ESS? How can we parent well in a digital world? And how can we help our children develop healthy digital habits? I hope you're ready for this. So let's just jump in. Well, first, as parents, we need to regulate our digital devices for our children. Experts suggest digital consumption should be no more than two hours a day, and digital devices should not be picked up within two hours before bedtime and two hours after waking up. According to the same experts, digital devices should be charged in the common room in your home, not in their bedroom, 
and like, like a living room or a rec room and should not be used during dinner time or in the bathroom. The second way that you can regulate digital devices in your home is to take a weekly digital Sabbath, I call it. Take a day to connect with one another by disconnecting your digital devices as a family. And you might be watching this and saying, really, Andy, does this even work? Is this even possible? Well, yes, it is. Take your children out for a hike or a night out in the town. It could include going out for a bowling trip or go-karting, or it could be just a date night with your kids. Even in your own home, get them to read a physical book rather than an electronic one. Studies conclude that children can retain higher rates of learning from a physical book than an electronic one, or simply play a board game together. Digital Sabbaths are a game changer because it gets your children off their digital devices and resets them how God has designed them to be. You might get the infamous, yeah, dad, but I'm bored response, but that's a good thing. As Sabbaths are meant to reset us to God and rest and renewal, a digital Sabbath actually resets us to be human. Being bored allows our children to reset their imaginations, stimulates their brain and doesn't numb them out with cheap online entertainment, and rebuilds face-to-face -face social skills. Being bored is not a problem, but an opportunity and realigns children to reset what is normal in real life. For starters, I would strongly encourage building a fun list together with your family. Allow your children to develop a list of fun activities to do as a family during your digital Sabbath. And at the end of the day, recap with your family. How did it go? Was it fun? What excited them about this digital Sabbath? And if you're like that, record the experiences with the digital Sabbath journal. Jot down ideas and share the benefits of disconnecting digitally to connect relationally with one another. And if a weekly digital Sabbath seems far-fetched, then start with a few hours with a digital detox. Last, a great way to regulate digital devices is to have a family technology rule, I call it. For my family, our technology rule is to approach technology as a tool for real life, not to replace real life. Technology is meant to connect us with each other, not to isolate us from each other. Technology is to work for us, not to enslave us. And when we are stressed out, we won't go to screens and reels, but we will take a break in nature and with God. To recap, I encourage you to parent as a regulating system of digital devices to two hours a day, excluding work and school, of course. Take a weekly digital Sabbath or a few hours per week and create a fun list together. And then develop a technology rule of life. This will help shape you, your family, and your children to develop healthy habits. But second, I would recommend the moderation of digital consumption. What our children are watching or being entertained with or accessing online should be moderated by you. This helps our children filter through what is godly or distracting, what is beneficial or harmful, and what is true or false. As parents, we have the authority to filter through what our children are watching. And the number one way to moderate digital consumption is through healthy relationships. I love how Josh McDowell puts it. He puts it this way. Rules without relationship leads to rebellion. It's so true. In other words, build safe places where healthy conversations can thrive. Conversations are vital for healthy digital practices to prosper. I would recommend having digital free zones, such as the dinner table or family car rides. 
Ask good questions, listen to your kids, and educate your children on the awareness of their digital devices at the dinner table or on the way to soccer practice. After, after a decade of research, digital devices have not owned up to what they have promised. More and more children, students, and families are experiencing the harmful effects of information overload living in a digital world. We need to educate our families through healthy conversations and relationships. Second, moderating digital consumption is through intentional spaces. What I mean by this is be the home where your children can invite their friends to. Have family get-togethers with your friends. Cook together, plan activities such as a jog, a walk, or a bike ride together. Have game nights, enjoy a Lego building contest, do activities offline, and be the hub your children can invite their friends to. You might be saying to yourself, man, Andy, that sounds expensive. Do you know how much my kids eat, for example? Yeah, I get it. There's a cost, but it's worth the investment. John Twinge from a San Diego State University psychologist and professor puts it this way. Children who spend more time on a screen are more likely to be unhappy than those who spend off screen. In short, 54% of children who are online are more unhappy compared to those whose activities are offline. Third, moderating digital consumption is building a long-term plan for your family. Depending on the age of your child, I recommend building a personalized digital plan with each of them. Practically speaking, here are some personalized ideas based on the age and stage of your children. You can also access a free personalized plan and ideas on my website at ndgabrick.com. So for children between the ages of two to six, we would recommend, and this is going to be on your screen, limiting digital consumption to one to two hours a day. Digital devices are always in public spaces, not in the home. No social media platforms. Moderating digital consumption by parents for videos or gaming or connecting with family and friends, educating your children on digital spaces and places, and practicing weekly digital Sabbaths as a family. For children ages between 7 to 12 years of age, we would recommend this, limiting digital consumption to two hours a day, developing a rule of technology with your children, no social media platforms, because social media platforms prohibit children under the age of 13, unless you as a parent are moderating those platforms. No personal digital devices, only family devices. Using parental settings on all those devices. Creating a fun list with your children. Educating your preteens on the harmful effects of digital spaces and places. And practicing a weekly digital Sabbath as a family. And now, if you have teenagers between the ages of 13 to 18, we would recommend this. Moderating digital consumption to two hours a day, excluding work and school. Developing a personal plan with your child on the rule of technology and having a fun list for non-screen activities. Creating weekly digital free spaces and places for friends and conversations to thrive. Sharing peer and or family stories on the realities of information overload and practicing weekly digital Sabbaths with your teens. And last, this leads me to the most important aspect of our conversation today. It is to redeem digital practices. You might be watching this and saying to yourself, there is no way this is gonna work with my family, Andy. We are just too connected with our digital devices. 
I want to encourage you, whatever age and stage your family is in, or whatever level of digital consumption you are encountering, these practices will help you redeem your family and your children to use their digital practices in the view of Jesus rather than the digital pressures around them. If you and your family member is addicted to digital devices, here's some practical advice. First, I'd encourage you to get a dumb phone. Yes, a dumb phone. Get a phone you can only text and take calls. This will help regulate and moderate digital information and yet will still keep you connected with family and friends. Second, take a digital Sabbath. Not just a Sabbath with a weekly Sabbath, but one that is 30 days or 60 days or 90 days to detox from digital consumption. This excludes, of course, work and education, but it will reset you and your family. And get a journal. Record those experiences. Or third, get a professional. Counselors and psychologists alike are gradually focusing on helping parents and teenagers and children around digital addiction. The last one is this, pray and plan, friend. Allow God to guide you and give you strength. You are the parent. You are the one to regulate and to educate and to moderate healthy digital habits for you and your family. You got this, friend. We have the resources, the plans, the ideas, the technology of rule of life templates on my website. Feel free to access those anytime and interact with me at any time as well. And last, before you go back to your crazy busy life, parenting your children and your family in a digital age. Ask yourself, what is one takeaway from this coffee conversation that we just had that stood out to you and why? And the second one is this, how are you going to implement this takeaway for your family? I'm cheering you on, friend. You got this. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you're feeling encouraged and that you have some new tools to try out in your own parenting. Before you go, we want to remind you that our team is here for you to respond to your parenting questions and especially to pray for you. So please email your questions and any prayer requests you might have to questions at familylifecanada.com. We really do want to help.